welcome signs of change. She's hey there, hey, and welcome to this Tuesday pod of Born to Be a Star. Did you know that you have star power? Did you know that you have the ability to look onto your life in a positive way? That you can be the light for not only just yourself, but anyone that needs light in their life. It takes more energy to be negative than positive. If you're just happy and you just relish in the happiness and you pass the smile on, you can do some amazing things in life. Not getting caught up into what should be, could be, would be is important. And I think it's essential that we don't get caught up in the negativity. The star power motive leads you to understand your ability with getting things done. And I want to encourage you. I want to inspire you. I want to invite you to be happy and positive. Um, It's Advent at church right now. And it's really a time for us to get closer to our God and get closer to the word of God. And I'm trying very hard to do that in the best way that I know how. By giving him all my worry, my pain, my stress, all of those things. And whatever you believe in, sometimes you just have to let things go. And it's okay to do that. You know, like... Sometimes you just let things go. Anyways, today is Monday and the mirror is a way for you to recognize where you've been and where you're going to. I want you to look at your reflection in the mirror and I want you to see how amazing you are, how unstoppable you are, and how everything that you think is important is important. And that you're not that far away from reaching your goals and being whatever you want to be. Yes, you can accomplish whatever you want to do. And no, you're never going to give up and you're never going to stop trying because if you stop trying... How are you ever going to get to the other side of things? I'd like to use the mantra from uh, John Cena, and I'd like that to definitely be a part of every day. I I have to hold myself up, and I I guess I'll have to hold you up, too, with the positivity and the happiness and the belief and whoever's listening to this, because you are a star. Moving on from the fact that you're a star, something that's really horrible, let's get into some no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, so it's Tuesday, which means I didn't talk about China yesterday, but some horrible things are happening there. They are imprisoning people in apartment buildings, Because they want to keep a low COVID rate. But here's the thing, right? COVID originated in Wuhan. It did not originate in America. Um, Why are we not holding China responsible for what they did? Also, they're not really handling the fact that this is not a virus that is curable correctly. I mean, they're just not doing that. Endangering the lives of people who are your citizens and keeping businesses shut down that need to be open and not allowing people to go to work and saying you want a zero COVID policy. That's unrealistic. This idea of autocracy in China is a bunch of crap. And I have to tell you, if you're in America listening to this, this is what the elites want in America. George Soros has a book titled what is the name of the book uh the great reset 
And what exactly is the Great Reset that we're talking about? Why don't we discuss that? You know, how important is that actually? It is... insane to think of the idea that we are basically okaying all of these things. We are basically just okay. Maybe it wasn't George Soros. What's what's the guy's name? I can't remember his name. Some autocratic psychopath, you know, trying to take over the world. It could be George Soros. It could be any of these people. They like the idea of being able to use government to take power away from people. Like government was created to give people the ability to live freely. But that's not what autocratic people believe. That's why some of these countries aren't worth going to. Like, as much as I like Canada, I'm good. What what reason do I need to go to Canada? I can like it from a distance and look at pictures. I'm good. I'm not okay with the idea of medical fraud or universal basic income. And anybody that is doesn't understand how taxes work. And they don't understand that that's not, there's no trickle down effect, man. Somebody is paying for all of these things. And it's not the people that are getting it. So how does that work? Somebody isn't getting something. Like, there's bad things going on. And I told you a list of them yesterday on No Media Allowed. The fact that uh, we're still in a war with Ukraine and we're helping them and we're giving them money that we don't have. We keep pretending we have money that does not exist. We're in debt to China. And China is like imprisoning not just like Chinese people, but other people. They have slaves, man. That, this is in 2022. How is that okay? And I'm not saying I have an answer or I know what we should do exactly, but I'm saying, have we really gotten to the point in the world where we're not criticizing things? Like this elite world order who idea and narrative where these people just get to rob, scam, and take and lie And talk about Green New Deals and all these ideas about electric vehicles that don't work and do all these things that are ridiculous don't make sense. I'm sorry, electric vehicles aren't going to save the world. It's too late to fix it. All the things that man did, because the reason why things are been destroyed and the reason that things don't work is because of man. The idea that at this point now you're going to save the planet for it. 200 years in advance is just obscene. Why can't the water rise? Why are we worrying about something that's going to be affecting the world by a small percentage? If you actually look into this Green New Deal crap, you'll understand that it doesn't work. Just look at California and the United States of America. It's just an, an abominable place to be. Nobody wants to live there. Anybody with any common sense is leaving there. It's not a great place. I, I can't lie about it. There's a lot of places in the United States that aren't a great place. Let's, for instance, take consideration of New York. That's not a place you want to live either. 
you likely don't want to live in a democratic state because the person that runs the state you live in is in denial about the fact that we're in debt and we're in a recession. They have lied about what the definition of a recession is. Dr. Fauci and a lot of these people have lied about the COVID vaccinations and they have acted as if there's a way to fix this and there isn't. That's just a few examples of what I'm talking when it comes to the government. Says that she met with Emmanuel Macron. Just what exactly are we supposed to do here? At what point do we get tired of listening to the crap? And you know what the biggest problem with all of this is? The media. And when I'm talking about the media, I'm talking about the news and reporters. I'm talking about the narrative that's being used to blindside us all. Not just in America, not just in the West, but everywhere. Remember I told you that thought I had about Westworld and how many like ironic things that have been creative that make a lot of sense and what it's actually based off it's based off something that's coming Matrix Westworld the idea of people being able to jump through time and have all this weird control and the idea that we're showing what the narrative is with these elite that are building spaceships and don't care I think it's ironic that they're freaking out about Twitter because Elon Musk owns it now and he doesn't really care about anything they say and he's calling them out. They don't they can't use that platform really anymore. They're being shut down. And then like NBC is saying they're going to log off Twitter and they're not going to come back. Even Whoopi Goldberg did it on whatever crappy show she's on that embarrassment that they put on daytime television. Why I don't know. Who is looking at that? Who is looking at that some stay-at-home liberal lunatic for what reason would you turn that show on just what are you going to gain from that there's so many shows that are on nuclear nuclear television that i'm concerned about that people are probably looking at and please don't listen to anything that's on news it's all propaganda all of it they're lying to us any opportunity they can These electric vehicles aren't going to save the world. At this point, there's been too many issues with things not being taken care of the correct way. Like when it comes to the our meat consumption, we should have been figuring out different things long ago, but no one wants to do that when it comes to recycling things. The recycling thing is a lie. There's so many studies on it and documentaries that prove that all of it's crap. When it comes to the idea of an electric vehicle with an electric battery, how's that going to work out in 10 to 15 years? How? That's the question. How? I don't know, man. I don't know. There's so many things going on. And I'm just... I'm not sure how this is going to go. And you might be asking yourself, what do you mean? I mean, how do we deal with a situation where they're lying and they're willing to destroy the world so they can have power? I mean, at this point, Nancy Pelosi wants to say she's not going to run for re-election for the Speaker of the House after she's burned the fucking house down. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Her husband had a boyfriend that did not break into their house. He was let in. 
and then for whatever reason he told the police he knew who it was are you kidding me why wasn't that let out to the public why are we acting like what's happening in china isn't real why are we acting like what's happening in other parts of the world isn't real there's a problem with haiti there's a problem with iran there's definitely a problem with afghanistan we shouldn't have left all that stuff over there we don't need to get involved in situations that are not going to benefit the United States of America. If we keep dipping our fingers and our noses into businesses that are not ours, we're going to be on the wrong side of this. Remember I told you that story about the other side of America? This is the other side of America. It's the red side. Blood, shed, fire, tears, death. Wake up. You're spending more money on things than you were a year or two ago. Gas is more. Gas just went right back up to where it was before. I know you want to be in this uh, uh, this dream where you want to act like the things that I'm saying aren't real. But they are real. They're coming for you. The idea that you could be free and not be reliant on them scares them. And the idea that someone's going to call them out scares them. The FBI, not trustworthy. The CIA, probably same thing. The government, the DOJ, all these places that are in the United States of America, all these people that are claiming that they're fighting for freedom of the Americans are lying. You don't care about any of us. There's no trickle down effect. I get up and go to work every day. So does my husband. My mother did it. My dad did it. My husband's parents did it. Our brothers and sisters do it. For the wake up. Do you understand the reason that they don't want us to be able to be free from the palms of the world with gas? Because there's enough things that we could dig and have our own gas. Why are we trying to get gas from Saudi Arabia? Why are we trying to talk to people that don't want to talk to us? OPEC isn't going to give us anything. Like Biden just did that because he wanted votes to try to win an election that I'm pretty sure anybody could look at and understand that that wasn't a clean win at all. But it brings me joy to see the fact that the House has been taken back and nothing's getting passed. So whatever Biden wants to do, he could just kiss it goodbye because he isn't doing anything and you might be listening to this upset with what i'm saying you're paying more for everything and they're taking more of your money for everything why are we still funding a war between ukraine and russia because america wants to take russia down why because they like power they love what china is doing to its citizens i'm sad I'm really sad. I'm grateful for all of those that have been able to be welcomed into the United States. Um, I'm praying for all the other neighborhoods in China, South Korea, Korea, Vietnam, Taiwan, <sighs> Tokyo, just, just all those places on that side. I'm, I'm really praying for you all. You're not alone. I support your protest and I support you. And if I could be there and I had the power to do teleportation, I'd be right with you with a sign. It's not okay for the government to tell you you can't live and you are supposed to sit there and watch your children die because they're sick. It's, it's not okay. They need to be called the fuck out. They're a tyranny and they're an autocratic demon. And they need to be taken down. And it's not just China. It's other countries too. 
people are going to start fighting back and there's not enough military to stop them. This is in the Bible. And I'm not going to tell you that the end is near, but all this is adding up very closely. Keep the faith, China. Don't don't lose faith. You're not alone. Again, I support you. And if you're listening to this and you live in any of those areas or you're in China and you don't think anybody hears you, I hear you. I see you. I'm with you. I support you. You have a voice. And don't be scared to use it. You shouldn't be locked in a fucking apartment and told you can't go get something to eat or go to work. That's not okay. Moving into the next part of our conversation, outside of the fact that the United States sucks just as much as China, just as much. Let's get to it. (coughs) As I die from coughing from this ridiculous allergies because I live in New England and it was like 60 degrees last week. The week before that was 70. Then it went down to 40. Like the weather is just nuts. Next part of our conversation, back to the gym. So I'm really considering getting a membership to Anytime Fitness. Super excited about that. Um, Skip is going to be coming with me. So we're going to get a membership at a gym together. I don't know where we're going, but we're going to figure it out together. I kind of want to get a gym that's near like everything we do. I don't want a gym where we have to drive really far. So I'm trying to stick to, you know, our favorite place to be, West Hartford. That's the goal. I kind of like everything in the same place. And I know you might be wondering, like, why don't you have it in a different place? Don't you want to go to different locations? Yeah, I might want to do that. But I want to predominantly focus on one location in one area. And I want to have access to something that's always going to be around. I think that's important, especially with it going into winter. And I don't want to be driving so far. That's another thing. Also, you know, um, having access to something that's in a familiar location is important when it comes to a gym. I think the reason I didn't like LA Fitness or the one that existed before is because it's the idea that you want me to pay like $300 before I get the gym membership because I got to pay for the cancellation in advance. I'm not doing that. Pass. I had Workout World for a while and Skip didn't want to join with me for Workout World, but I did get us a membership. I got it as a Christmas prize and he was like, no way. So this year, I'm going to work really hard to try to get us into the gym because healthiness is really important. And I want to be able to chase my kids around. I want to be able to have good health so I can retire and go on vacations. I want to enjoy my life. And and it's really important. I'm saying that. Health is important because you don't want to get diabetes. You don't want heart issues. You don't want high blood pressure. You don't want any of these elements. You don't want to get sick, man. Do you want to really have to inject yourself? And I'm not saying some people can't help getting diabetes, but if I can avoid that, I want to. I'm going back to meal prepping. I really want to uh, have a deeper conversation with Skip about this whole factor thing because I really honestly, I'd rather just pay money every week to have something be delivered and shoved in the fridge and eat that and know that that's the portion and and just pay for it than spend money everywhere I am. I think I'm going to do four meals a day and then prep one or something. That's my goal and, and, and that's what I think I'm going to do. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm going to have a conversation with him to see what he thinks and make a decision um, on if I'm going back to 
buying those meal preps. And I know you're probably thinking you can make your own meal preps. I, I don't know. We'll get back into that. But health is key. And I want to start the new year off correctly by being in the gym already before 2023 comes in. I'm I'm not going to the gym because I don't love myself and I don't think I look pretty or I don't feel good. I, I do love my skin. I love the woman that I am. But I want to be healthier and I want to feel healthier. I want to feel more energetic and I just, I want good things. Next part of our conversation. So far in RCAA. So far in RCAA, we've been talking about many things like picking your saint. I picked Joan of Arc. We've been discussing... Uh, Advent and what Advent means. We went over a whole like uh, PowerPoint over that. We've really been getting into the Word of God and we've really been focusing on specific things. And during this time of the year, it's um, it's sort of the beginning of the story or the beginning of the year. Like the fall is over and new things happen and new things are arising. And I'm really taking everything slowly and really you know, learning all the prayers and learning the things that I need to do so that I'm doing everything correctly. Of course, everything's not going to come directly to you all at once. But I'm so grateful that I can be a part of becoming Roman Catholic because I think that religion and trusting God is going to be beneficial as we go into a war. It might not be like a war with bloodshed, but it's a war in our mind. And I don't want anything to be on my mind of question. That's why I have so much positivity to say about God and why I've been adding God into the opening of the show and even talking about God when it comes to politics and no media allowed. The idea that people want to okay atheism, not believing in anything, and then want to condemn you if you do, or the idea that people want to okay abortions, yet they're alive, is insane to me. The reason why I like Christianity and I like Catholic is because it all goes back to the Bible and God was Catholic. So I'm just going to go back to that. Jesus sacrificed himself for us to be here and we're all sinners and I am not perfect and I need to go to church and I need to ask God every week to forgive me for my sins, whether I'm thinking something negatively or I'm not doing something correctly or I'm not believing in myself or I'm not being positive to myself. I'm stressing myself out. I'm not getting through something correctly. I'm not responding the correct way. Whatever it is that I'm doing, I need to make sure that I'm asking God for guidance along the way, not getting so irritated, learning how to have more patience. This RCIA program is definitely what I needed. And I'm saying that coming from someone that joined a church five years prior and got told by a pastor in the church that he couldn't help me out with something for my job. I needed a letter of um, like a referral letter, uh, like a signature for it. it. All it was was a signature. And the response from the pastor was that he couldn't sign it because I haven't been to church lately because of COVID. Now, when he said that to me, I showed it to my mom, I showed it to my husband, I showed it to my in-laws and my, my sister and my brother and all these people. And they were and kind of flabbergasted with it as well. Like, what is that? At that point, I knew I couldn't return back to that church. I had already not been going to the church because I just started to feel like 
I wasn't really hearing the message of God there. And that's why I originally wanted to go because I like the Bible. I like hearing about God. I like following a mantra and I like following something where I'm I'm doing something over and over again. And that's so important to me. But they got further away from the message of God. And I, I just did not like that. It's more like it's a show. And and that's not how I see Jesus or God. And so for me, I had to get away from it. Um, uh, my husband's grandmother, his nana, was a part of this church that Nana I'm becoming a part of. And I told her, as respect to her, I was going to do my very best to follow in her footsteps. To be an amazing person that's loving for our community. And I also want to be an amazing mom. And my mom is amazing. And my own grandparents were amazing. And I and I have so much to look forward to. But it just, it's so important to me to build a foundation for my family. And that's what this is allowing me to do. And there's different variations of Christianity. And I think the best one for me is Catholic. Because it's it's just very consistent with the message of God, and I like that. I'm not guessing what I'm learning. It's kind of, it all falls in line, and I need that in my life. I need some certainty and some something simple. And it's often difficult to find that in this crazy world that we live in. And I find that in God, and I'm not going to apologize for it. I love God, and I know God loves me, and I wouldn't be here without him. There's been so many times in my life where I have just been willing to give up, even to the point where I've just thought, why am I here? And the one thing that has just kept me going is knowing that if he didn't give up, how can I? You know the mantra of never give up? That is my life. Which is why I'm a star. And I'm not going to apologize for loving God. If you want to be atheist, if you want to believe in whatever religion you want, you go ahead and do that. I found the one that works for me, and I'm sticking with it. I'm becoming Roman Catholic. I have a church that I belong to, and I'm excited about it. I have a parish that I belong to. Not only am I in a parish, but I'm also a part of it. I'm not seeking anything because I'm already found. That's the progress with RCAA. Better things are coming and I cannot wait. Easter Sunday, I get welcomed into the parish and I'm so excited. And within the next week, I'm going to be a part of the sermon and everybody that's in my RCIA class is going to be, again, welcomed into the church in a different light. And I can't wait. So we'll see what happens. That's the update on RCIA. Moving into the next part of the conversation. Grateful is informa- gratefulness is inspiration. I do think that gratefulness is inspiration. I think that we so often get caught up with things that don't actually matter. You know, I talked about shopping yesterday and this past week about the deals to find and how to do it or anything. Do you know how many emails I had to delete between Thursday and today from Black Friday sales? And I was really considering doing all these things that I don't need to do and I don't need to buy. Like, I was really, like, going through all these situations and it's not worth it. Like, I don't want a bunch of crap. I don't want my house full of things that I don't need. Like, I just don't want to deal with it. 
I do believe that being grateful for what you have, even if it's not a lot, is the first step. You have to acknowledge why you're in the place you're in and you have to acknowledge everything that you do have. You might not have all the money in the world, but sometimes all the money in the world isn't enough. It's funny how people that have money, fame, are being worshipped are typically the ones that are miserable. I know you're thinking, how's that possible? I know you're thinking, what do you mean? I know you're thinking these things. But it's the truth. It's absolutely insane that, I don't know, I'm saying some of these things, but again... Being grateful is the first step. You have to sometimes take a look at yourself and say, what am I grateful for? And I love my family. I love that I am okay with myself at this point in my life and I'm not questioning who I am anymore. I love the fact that I've endured a whole bunch of things throughout my life and where I am right now is exactly where I'm supposed to be. Granted, things might not be what I want 100% of the time, but I understand that it's not always going to be like that. You have to be grateful for what you have. And sometimes you want to look ahead to the future, but sometimes you got to live in the now and not be worried about 20 years away. Because shit, we don't even know what's going to happen in 20 minutes. I mean, there's that. There's so many reasons why I could be sad. I mean, polycystic ovary syndrome is definitely a reason. Desperately trying to have children for years and failing at that is definitely a reason why you could be depressed. But I got to be a teacher. And I got to be with children for a long time. So I'm I'm really not sad. That's why I majored in education for a master's. And not only that, but I have nephews and nieces. And I've, I've had that connection with children. And I know whenever it's my time to have my own children, I'll be ready. And it'll be just an amazing experience. Instead of me looking at it like, I wish I had this, I'm beginning to recognize I should be saying, I'm grateful I have this. Instead of looking for something new, be grateful for what you have. Be grateful for the people that you have because no day is promised and bad things are happening and bad things are coming. And I I want you to know that you're not alone. So I'm grateful for all of my podcast listeners. I'm grateful that I have a podcast, that I get to enjoy the situation And I'm grateful that my voice is heard. I am just one of many who is extremely grateful and extremely happy. So there's that. 
Moving on to the next part of our conversation. That the situation in Iran. Let's talk about love your reflection. What did we talk about at the beginning of this podcast? Every podcast. Loving your reflection. Loving who you're becoming. Loving whatever's next in your tutorial or your life. We talk about that. What do we talk about? How amazing you are and that great things are coming. Honestly, when you look at yourself in the mirror, you need to be looking at yourself knowing that anything is possible. You need to love what you look like, regardless if your hair is long, straight, blonde, brown, green. You need to love yourself. And you have to stop all everything else that's happening. And that's it. No more looking in your mirror saying, I wish I had this. I wish I had that. I wish this. I wish that. Be stronger than that. Basically, that's what I'm saying. Be stronger than that. Your reflection is a reflection of where you've been and where you're going, where you currently are in your journey, and it's a reflection of your life. And you should love every aspect of that, regardless if you have freckles all over your nose, which tells you that you're extremely iris like I do, or regardless of the fact that you have auburn highlights in your beard like my husband does. That reflection that's reflective upon his family members and his lineage and his family tree, or the fact that, I don't know, My mom has an ability to knit like nobody's business. That's part of who she is. She has the tendency to always want to love and care and nurture because she was a teacher for a long time. Why? Why aren't we loving our reflections? You should be looking at your reflection... (coughs) saying, yes, I can. And you should be looking in the mirror saying, I'm never going to give up because I'm going to make it. And I am a star. So your reflection is proof of your brightness and your light. That's it. Next part of our conversation. Benny, thanks for joining in. Even though you weren't invited to. Smart shopping. Here we go again with smart shopping. Smart shopping is knowing that you don't have to buy something every time you get an email or just because it's Black Friday. Why am I spending all this money on a bunch of crap that I don't necessarily know if I need? I almost did it with Our Place, which is like the one pot website. And I almost wanted to spend like $300 on plates and another pot and all this other crap. First of all, I like cooking, but I don't know if I love cooking. Second of all, I try to cook things that don't take me all day. Honestly, if I'm going to be making food, I already have a uh, 
a one pan that I got for Christmas last year from Skip, which I love. And I already have a like a one pot, which I bought from Walmart, which was an amazing deal where you could shove everything in it and make soup or whatever you want. I also spent money last year on this <coughs> air fryer that does toast, which you can broil and you can do all these things in. You know, I don't like uh, microwaves, so that's come in handy. I definitely love it. Um, honestly, I was going to waste a lot of money on things that I didn't need. And I even got caught up thinking I needed to spend a ridiculous amount of money on hair products or clothes or just stupid things that aren't necessary. So instead of me doing that, I just didn't. And I don't feel bad about that. And I don't think you should either. If you didn't go crazy on Black Friday or this Cyber Monday, which was yesterday, and you didn't do all these things, you shouldn't feel bad about that because you weren't the only one. And I know that Farmer on Halftime will tell you on CNBC that the market's great because look at the airlines. But Farmer, you're such a crappy marketing manager like a money manager, I wouldn't give you five cent to manage of my money, bro. Pass. What brokerage firm do you work? Because it must not be doing good if you're sitting up here lying to people. No one, not a lot of people probably were a part of it. And granted, they're saying people spend a lot of money, but are they looking at the fact that they didn't spend as much money as they've done before? Like, are we actually looking at the numbers? And half the stuff that you're buying isn't worth that amount. I'm just saying. It isn't. Moving into the next part of our conversation. Which Fun. is kind of incredible. And what exactly was the... It just shows the... Winter hobbies. What could possibly be a fun winter hobby? Maybe coloring. Maybe playing Uno. Maybe having a hobby of watching things. Maybe creating, maybe playing a video game. Honestly, I'd say video game is probably the best winter hobby because you can do that in any room and you just plug up a device. You could really just play a game on your phone too. You don't really need a video game system if you're trying to like be smart. Honestly, that's what I'm saying. That's what we need to be doing. I'm just saying. Finding hobbies that don't require you to go anywhere, especially when snow's coming or it's cold. I like being a homebody. But you know what also could be a good hobby? Reading. Whether it be a book or a comic book. That's the best hobby of all, I think. 
Pick up a magazine. I don't know. Who the hell reads magazines? Maybe start a new show. These are hobbies you can do where you don't really have to go anywhere and it's fairly easy to do it. Just a food for thought. And diversity and tolerance Moving and all this. into you so many people- watching things on this Tuesday. Yellowstone is amazing. If you haven't caught up with it, you need to. I'm behind in a couple of episodes. Some of them are longer than others. <laughs> Who knows? But The Kitchen. I like that show. That comes on um, Food Network. There's like four hosts to it and they're all cooking something different. I really like that show. I really think it's fun. I like the idea that it's people that live in different places, especially like Jersey. And I like the idea that it's something that's local to the area because I live on the East Coast. So it's nice to have a show that's like that. That's all I'm saying. Food for thought. I don't know. Yellowstone, it's a lot of, like, you really got to focus on these episodes because some of them are longer than others. And there is a lot going on. I, It's something that you really need to focus on. But I love Yellowstone, so I'm not going to tell you not to watch it. I'm going to tell you take your time looking at it because you really need to focus. Next part of our conversation, Tulsa's King. Oh my god. Have you started watching Tulsa King? Because it's really good. Honestly. I do believe that Tulsa King is really a phenomenal show. And I don't think if you've watched it, you need to. Sylvester Sloan is absolutely hilarious in this. It's your go-to like show that you're going to want to see that has elements of other shows in the same genre. And I really do think that it's quite amazing. So if you're looking for another show to add to your list of shows to look at, Tulsa King Tulsa King is definitely one to look at. I'm just saying. You need to look at it. Add that to your list, man. Next part of the conversation. Let the right one in. Skip picked the show. And I like it. But I, I don't know. Some aspects of it are not as good as I want it to be. And I don't know. It's, it's kind of annoying. The idea... That you're going to let your child be alive and you're going to allow your child to eat somebody because you want to keep him alive. Skip's trying to rationalize me and tell me that the idea of that show is you don't care about anybody else. You just care about keeping your loved one in. That.
I'm just saying. So, shall we say a skeptical eye? Maybe one of the... Maybe. You should give that. A try, too. Skip likes it more than I do, but... I like vampire shows, but the idea that you're keeping your child alive so they can eat people doesn't seem right with me. And there's like one way to solve this. I either let them go rogue and eat everybody or take them to them somewhere where there isn't anybody for them to eat. There's that. I'm over it. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I've seen enough vampire shows and I'm just like, I don't know about this. Reasons is because the West this has been openly attempting There's to There's been a lot of vampire shows and I'm trying to give it a shot. I'm, I'm really trying. So maybe I'm being too negative. Let me, let me just be kind. But if you're looking for a vampire show, let the right one in. It's on HBO, so give it a try. Looking for a new show. I have to get back into Lucifer. I did start watching, um, what is it called? Crap. I started watching, I'll tell you the name of it. White Lotus season two. So far, so good. I've only gotten through like 20 minutes of it, so don't judge me. That's going to be my new go-to show. I think I've given up on Are You The One just because I don't get it and it's too much for me and I'm all done with it. But I'm going to try. But those are the shows that I'm currently getting into. I don't know what you think about that, but I'm trying. Next part of the conversation. Um... The Woman King Failed. I'm not sure who that show was for, but it's not good. Pass. I don't know. The idea that a woman can be a king, why are we acting like that? Like, why? Like, what's the point? Like, I, I like the actress that plays the character in the movie, but what are we doing, man? Like, what are we doing? Why are we acting as if a woman is a man. This feminist agenda where women don't need men is a bunch of crap. I like my husband and I love my brothers and I like my dad and I like my uncles. Um, 
I don't think we should change the idea that a man is a woman or a woman is a man. A woman, a queen cannot be a king. Do we know that? Do we understand that? Are we on the same page here? It's not happening. Why are we pushing this psychotic narrative? I don't know why, but... Here we go. It didn't do good. Just like that other crappy Disney movie didn't do good. And they're just going to keep pushing this crap out that nobody wants to see that nobody's spending money for. The movies cost too much money. I'd rather get DVDs from the library or just stream everything. Because I'm not going to the movies when I could just watch it on Paramount Plus or something else. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. Next part of the conversation outside of the fact that the Woman King... The latest Disney blunder... How much is Disney going to blunder? Why would you make a movie that's about a gay kid that you want parents to bring their kids to see? That's not appropriate kid options. It's not. At all. And let's stop lying and acting like it is. Nobody wants to see Strange World. It flopped. It made $4 million opening night, and they spent $180 million to make that. That is nowhere near the amount of money that they need to make. For them to get their money back. They're not even breaking even. This is idiotic. That's not how you run a business, and that's not how you get people to look at things. Just saying. Moving on to the next part of the conversation outside of the fact that Disney sucks just as much as Black um, Woman King sucked. There's horror. Let's find it. You're looking for horror? You should be going to Shudder. Where you will find it. I love horror. I'll find horror. It's everywhere and it's my favorite genre to watch. So there's that. Just saying. Horror is number one and everything else that comes after. There's that. Next part of our conversation on this Tuesday. Cranberry crumble. It looked like a good recipe. I found it on Pinterest if you want to try it. Eating less processed food, meaning you're making more things at home, meaning you're buying more easily made items so you can make it during the week. Um, <coughs> I'm done with fast food. There's no more McDonald's. Burger King's out. No more Popeye's. Not even Chick-fil-A. I'm good. I want to buy actual food that I can heat up and make that's healthy. And I'm tired of spending money that doesn't need to be spent, honestly.
I don't like processed food. I don't want things that I don't know where Crackdown it came from. And I, and I don't want to eat stuff like that anymore. I want to have a more regimented diet. I, I'm getting back into the gym, like I said at the beginning of this. And I want to do better. Taking that into consideration... I'm going to do better, not just for myself, but for my family. And um, I'm not going to apologize for that. So no more processed food for me or us. Gross. Um, More fish, less red meat. I'm just going to get rid of red meat altogether. Like, I think I'm done with burgers. I think I'm done with a bunch of red things. No more red meat for me. I I think I'm just going to leave it alone altogether. Really, I just don't trust it. I don't know. Uh, Seasoned potatoes are very easy to make. You can get the small potatoes. You cut them into pieces. You season them with salt, pepper, uh, like garlic flakes, anything like that. Very easy for you to put in the oven or the air fryer. Very easy. Honestly, making potatoes that way are very simple, very easy, and very tasty. And that's an alternative that you can add to anything. And I know potatoes might be carbs, but it's very good. Anyways, moving into the next part of our conversation outside of seasoned potatoes, a dill dip. Using dill as a dip is very tasty, very good, a lot of good things. I like dill. I like the idea that you could dip things in dills. You could honestly dip the potatoes in dill, and that would taste good, too. I feel like you should probably do that. That honestly sounds like an amazing thing to do. I try that, honestly, if we're talking about things to try. I think that would be very tasty. Um, Next part of the conversation. 
pesto. Pesto is a great thing to add to pasta. It's really good too. So, I like dill. I like the other option too. I love dips. I love flavors. Meanwhile, I love making food taste man. a certain way. And you can do all of that and it can be healthy. It doesn't have to be unhealthy. And pesto is good for pasta as well. Why not? Very good. next part of our conversation it's about water sparkling water it's probably a very tasty water you can make that if you've got a soda stream or if you find sparkling water in the grocery store regardless of where you are sparkling water is definitely something to have and definitely something that you like and it's a great alternative to carbonated things if you don't want to be drinking a lot of soda i think i'm going back to soda stream because i want to get back into less sugary things and i want to get back into more healthier things i'm getting back into my gym routine and i definitely want to be better so here we go why not just do it all at once healthy 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 that is the end of this There's tuesday pod in eastern provinces against Thanks unrest for in major general hussein salami born to be a star and don't forget that you're a star wherever you are in china love you I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye.